Halo. 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 Halo, halo. Does anybody know how to make it so that it doesn't go ding ding every time someone comes in? Ah, found it. Nope, that wasn't it. There it is. Okay. Um, perfect. So, welcome. We're gonna give everybody a couple of minutes to get here, but I'm all super pumped you're here, just so you know. So last night, my son woke up in the middle of the night crying and I went down to sleep with him and he kept waking up and going, mommy, mommy. And normally I'm like, okay, now I'm awake and I'm awake for a couple of hours. And last night I was like, no, I will be fresh tomorrow. Dang it. And I succeeded. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, how's everybody else doing? Everybody have a good night. Good morning. Yeah, good, thanks. Where are you at? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have everyone muted coming in, but if you want to talk, please talk. talk. Um, I said something in the last call about how um I noticed in a couple of the recordings, I've been going back and watching some of the old curriculum that if I don't mute people, there's just these little background noises that make the video switch back and forth. And just to make the video recording a little clearer, I'm having everyone muted, but I'm more than happy for you to unmute, say whatever you wanna say, okay? Everyone clear on that. I don't wanna just talk at you. That's not my style. Okay. Cool. I'm going to wait one more minute and then we're just going to jump in. Um, I'm, I wanted to cover like three different things today. And as I was going through the notes, I decided, no problem. Um, I decided that that was too much for one day and I don't want to overwhelm you. So we're going to cover two things today. We're going to have some, a little bit of co-working time to get you started. I don't know if you guys saw the email about start energy versus continuing energy, but I don't want you to feel like, oh, I have to start this new thing and oh, I have to spend more energy on it. This is, this is not what we're doing here. This is a business that you have had. I don't know how long all of you have had it, but I know multiple people in here have been doing this for at least three or four years. So this is not something new. This is something that you've been doing all along and we're just honing in skills to understand how to do it better. Yes? Yes. Doesn't that feel better than, oh, I have to start this brand new thing and I have to figure out how to do it and uh, no one likes, well, I don't know. Some people like that energy and sometimes I even like that energy, but I'm just not feeling it this year. So we're not going there. All right, it's time. I have notes. Is everybody ready for the notes? Housekeeping first. I don't think I like this mute thing. Because <laughs> you have to actively hit unmute to say something, so nobody's saying anything. Okay. And I'm also letting people in, so please excuse me. The very first thing I want to know is, 
Has everyone figured out how to log into Teachable? I'm looking for any no's. I don't see any. Please let me know if that is the case, because that is where all of our housekeeping stuff is currently living. It looks something like this. It has our calendar. So if you have not added that to whatever calendar that you use, I have both. Actually, let's let's go to Teachable so you can see. It looks like this. And in here, I have a link to add either to Google or to iCal. Those are the two popular ones. So those are the links I have. If you need something else, if you don't know how to do that, let me know. I just want to make sure that everyone knows when the calls are ahead of time. The other thing- Jessica, is, I, yeah. can I ask you a quick question? Um, so I've been Please. in to listen to the videos and everything, and I have all the login, obviously, for the um, Zoom, but is there something different for, is Teachable a separate login, or are you just talking about going in to um, access the overall content? So, I'm not sure I understand your question, but I'm going to try and answer it. And then you tell me if I didn't answer it. Okay. Um, Teachable is when you made your payment, that was through Teachable. And oh, okay. as soon as you made that payment, it gave you access to all of this content. Oh, okay. So yeah. Yes. Is, is that, am I understanding you correctly? Yes. So I, I have access to all of that and I've been great looking at so, it. I, was, I, I wasn't familiar with the Teachable term <laughs> so that's fine that's a good, good, qualifier, um, good qualifying question clarifying question that's what i'm yeah. trying to go for thank you um just fyi i am current you have access to a bunch of different little courses inside of there so if you're not sure where i am there's one called money now that is where i am okay so the other thing is during our uh bonus workshop Pinterest call on Tuesday, someone said, how do I know where the replay is going to be? And I decided probably the best place for that to be was within Slack. Um, one of you emailed me and said something about, I didn't really want to download Slack. If you don't want to download Slack, that's fine. Also, if you need help, I'm here to help. I will reach out to you afterwards. But um, if you don't want to download Slack, the important thing to know is that you have the calendar so you know when the calls are coming and also that you just know in two or three days you can check and the recordings are gonna be there. Clear? Does anybody, um, has anyone tried to log into Slack? Yes. And Jess, I'm, I'm gonna get back with you on how to get in there. Anybody else have problems or haven't tried yet or anything? Anyone need assistance? I'm not seeing anything. Okay, so I'm gonna keep going. If you do have trouble, reach out. I will help you get it, okay? Um, bonuses. There are several bonuses that you guys got access to. One is the consistent income curriculum. If you click on this link right here, it's gonna take you, please don't share this link. It's gonna take you to a page where it has um, enroll in course for free. So that's gonna give you all of the extra curriculum that you get. You don't need to go in there and worry about it right now. It's all extra. 
I will refer you to certain parts at certain times. And when this live portion of Money Now is over, that's when you can really start to dive in there. Um, I'm thinking about adding for month three and four uh, extra Q&A calls so that you guys can kind of figure out what's going on. Um, the other thing to know is that my, oh, you don't really see that. Um, my assistant Becky is going to be reaching out later today to give you access to a private podcast feed. And what that looks like is it's all of my coaching calls. So if you love listening to podcasts, you can listen to those calls and start to get an idea like, what do I need to do right now? What is the content that I need access to? Like all of these little bits and pieces of how to put it all together, that podcast feed is going to be really useful for you. Again, it's a bonus. You don't need to be worrying about any of this until after the Money Now Live section is over. Really want to focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got the calendar. And then I also put in here while you're waiting to start, if you haven't done this, this is totally okay. This is gonna be more of a next week kind of thing, but I'll just, I'll touch on this part at the end. Okay, I'm gonna stop real quick because I want to check in and see, do you guys have any questions about the housekeeping? No? Okay. Let's get started then, shall we? It's a lot of shuffling. I think I need a mouse. Okay. The very first thing we're going to do today. We're going to learn how to know our numbers. Because lots, lots, lots and lots and lots of reasons. But the main reason being when we feel like this stress around money, normally we don't have a whole lot of data. It's just our brains like firing off and going into fight or flight mode and going, ah, I don't know. And maybe, maybe you actually do need money now. And maybe you're actually safer than you think you are. There is a difference between needs and wants. And it's not bad to have wants, it's great to have wants. But when we know if we're in the need stage or the want stage, we can make different decisions about how we're acting and how we're moving forward. So it's very counterintuitive. Oh, you know what? I should give you guys a copy of this. Hold up. It's very counterintuitive, but when you are feeling stressed about money, do not put your head in the sand. I want you to go into this spreadsheet. We're going to go over it here in a minute. Most people avoid their numbers because they're scared to look at them. I have been guilty. Anyone been guilty? Yes? Yes. Yes. I mean, I completely relate. I completely understand. Like, Oh, I don't want to know because it's going to be worse than it is. But 
if I can talk myself down and say, okay, I just need to know exactly what's going on. I feel safe again. Even if, even if I'm like, I need to make seven sales right now. At least I have a number. It's not just this abstract ah, moment of, I feel like I need to make money. I know I need to make money. I don't know how much I need to make, but I think I do. But it's a very calming nervous system moment. And if you've worked with me before, or even if you haven't, if you've just been in my emails, you know that half of my game is energy management. It's strategy, but it's also energy management. And when you can put the two together, you're going to have a whole lot more success. So like I said, there's a difference between need and wants. And this spreadsheet is going to help you define that difference. If I want to join a course, great. That's a want. If I have a bill for my accounting service coming up, that's not a want. That's a need. It's coming. It's going to come out of my bank account. Unless I decide, you know what? I don't need that accounting service anymore. I can uh, delete it or whatever. Then it becomes no longer a need. So it's really great at giving you this decision-making data. And the other thing is when, it when you know I have a need, like I need to make $500, like not just want, I need to make $500. It becomes a lot easier to quiet those emotions and those head voices that are saying, ooh, what if people think this? Or, ah, what if people think that? We don't care so much about that because it's more about, you know what? I don't really care what people are gonna think because at this moment, I need to satisfy my basic needs have you guys heard of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs? I don't have it memorized, but it's some, it's a triangle. And at the bottom, it's like food and shelter. And next up there's like, it, it graduates in from needs to, hmm, let me say that differently, from basic needs to like fulfillment needs, that kind of thing. But when we're at the bottom of that triangle, nothing really matters except that we have our basic needs met. So we're gonna stop worrying so much about what other people are thinking and we're just gonna go do what it needs to be done. Okay, so any questions about that so far? Mm -mm. Okay, there's a beautiful spreadsheet. I made it just for you. If you don't like spreadsheets, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're gonna learn to love spreadsheets. They are honestly, even if you don't like math, especially if you don't like math, spreadsheets are fantastic. Um, if you are someone who's not very organized, spreadsheets are worth their weight in gold because they, they help you not have to figure it all out. So. I think we're gonna use two different spreadsheets in this program, this being one of them. I'm not gonna overload you, just two. Anyway, 
Okay, how does this work? In the green, we've got money coming in. In the blue, we've got our needs. We're gonna get to wants in a minute. What I want you to do is input expenses that you know are coming out. So the easiest way to do this is to go into your bank account. And if you have multiple bank accounts, great. Download the last three months of expenses. So I've got what I call my house account. That's like where all my bills come out of. And then I've got my um, business account. That's where all my business money goes in and out. Actually, I have like eight accounts. I'm not going to lie to you, but those are my two main ones. Does anybody else have eight bank accounts? Probably not. All right. So <clears throat> what we want to start with is this blue. What do I need to spend money on in my life? I need to pay for my house, my mortgage, my rent, my apartment, whatever it is. What is that? I need to pay my water bill. I have a trip in here, not because that's a need, but because that's something that has already been committed to. Like that's coming out. I've already signed the thing. So maybe we should change that just to be less confusing. Let's call it a um, groceries. If it's something that, so first of all, put all your bills in here. You know it's going to be this much. You know it's coming out on this date. It's coming no matter what. And then also things that you always spend money on, like groceries. So you can average that. This is not an accounting spreadsheet. This is not something you're going to give to your tax man. This is a decision-making tool. So averaging is okay. So if I normally spend $800 on groceries, that's what I'm gonna put here. Clear? What do I need to spend money on in my business? Well, if you're in my um, consistent income, the Goldilocks portion of the program, which is what most people are in, you're spending $497 a month. Maybe you have an email provider that you use every month and it's $50 a month. Uh, you pay for your website, that's another 30. Maybe you need some art supplies because you're out of white paint and you can't paint without white paint. So that's a need. Write down all of your business expenses. Okay, so we're gonna assume that you filled this out. This is accurate. And then we're gonna go over here and we're gonna say, we're gonna go to this section. We're gonna go to money expected this month. If you have, for example, a commission with a payment plan and you know that money is coming in, we're gonna put that in here. If every month you average on the low end $200 in print sales, we're gonna put an average in here. Um, we are not just including art money here because that's where most people get wonky. If you can cover it, it's not an urgent something. So your house and your groceries and your water bill don't have to be covered by your art business. 
right? They can also be covered by your husband's salary, or maybe you have a part-time job, or maybe you are um, freelancing, whatever that is. Any money that comes in gets to go in this section. Likewise, as new money comes in during the month, you can put it into this section. So I wasn't expecting it, but I got an $800 tax return. That counts. Any money counts. I found $10 in my pocket. That counts too. Money is money. It's when you start to separate and say, well, it has to come from here or it has to come from here that your head starts exploding. So just put it all in one bucket just to see what are our true numbers in our life, yeah? Maybe you made a painting sale. Lydia bought a painting for $1,000. Awesome, congratulations. Okay, so now we've got that. <clears throat> So our cash number, that is what I need to spend money on my in my life, plus what I need to spend money on on my biz. And you don't have to figure this out. This all figures it out for you. All you have to do is list numbers below these columns. So it lists your non-business money needed. 1,800 plus 800 plus 100 is 2,700, I guess. <laughs> Um, operating expenses needed. If you add all of these up, that equals $577. Then I gave you some cushions in here. Most people don't save automatically if they're entrepreneurs. Maybe one of your jobs or your partner's job or something, you have a 401k and blah, 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 and that's fine. You don't have to use this. And if you don't want to use it, you just go in here and delete right here. Or you can change. I want to save 20% or I want to save 5%. You want to save 5% instead of 0.15, it would be 0.05. So you can edit this, but I went ahead and gave you a 15% savings buffer. I also gave you a taxes buffer. We don't want to forget about paying taxes. Then you get to the end of the year and you're like, uh-oh. That's one of my bank accounts. Um, so you've got your needs, you've got your operating expenses, you've got some extra savings, and you've got your taxes. Those are all in there, which comes out to about $4,400, okay? So then how much are we expecting to come in? Well, between husband's salary and $200, we're expecting that which means the difference between this and this is we are still needing $1,200. Where are we gonna come up with that? Well, what money has come in so far? Well, we've got $1,810 here, which means that we're actually $603 above what we need, which gives us, we're at 114% of our goal right now. We have fulfilled our needs. Huh. Okay, that feels pretty good, right? Have I lost anyone so far? Do anybody have any thoughts? I am talking a lot. 
I see lots of smiling faces. I love you all. Okay. So if we are at 100%, we are not in a technical money now moment. I'll go over some exceptions here in a moment. But if we're at 100%, we're good. Okay. We're not, we're not gonna lose our house. We'll be able to eat. We got, we got everything we must have. Cool. If we're below 100%, whatever is gonna be in this box, that's our number. We know exactly how much money we need. Which I don't know about you. And you may not know because you may not have experienced this yet, but knowing the exact number I need takes such a load off. I can figure out how to get there as opposed to this really anamorphic state where I'm like, I just, and I'm, nothing's working because I can't think clearly because I don't know what I need and I'm just in this fight or flight mode. Okay, so if we get to above 100%, then we get to come over here. What do I want to spend money on in my life? What do I want to spend money on in my business? Well, it would be nice if I had a candle come to my house every month. Hold on, this is my work candle. I'm supposed to have it lit, my thing. I would also like to buy a book every month so I can entertain myself or get better at something or whatever. Most of the people in my orbit like to read. So let's add a book in there. I also, you know, I'd like to pay off some debt. So I'm gonna add 360 bucks in there. What do I wanna spend money on in my biz? Well, you know, I've really, I've been wanting to try Instagram ads. And so I think I'm willing to make a bet on myself that if I can spend 50 bucks, I can make some money back, but I need to be able to try that. So I need 50 bucks to try. So I wanna be able to budget in $50 for that. I also desperately need an assistant. I know that I could get my packages out faster or I could get my website updated and I could spend time on this instead of that, all the things. So that's what I really want, but I'm not desperate. Do you guys see the, the need or the difference between need and want? Yeah, okay. The problem with most budgets is they add them together and then you get this ridiculous number that you're like, there's no way I could ever hit that. And you don't, and you just start feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I can't get there. This breaks it down. So we know the difference between need, want. This does the same thing. It has how much money do I want in my business or in my life? How much money do I want in my business? And it gives you the savings and it gives you the taxes. I only did taxes on the non-business money because the operating expenses are right off the goal. So that's not included in this tax number. So that means growth goals is I would also like to earn another $1,319. So when we look at that, if you go back over here, we've already got 600 of that. Hmm. 
that's cool. So if I've got 600 of that, that leaves $715 for me to go get. So now I feel like I've got my needs met and I'm halfway to my growth goals and I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And then I'm like, well, I only need, let's, let's pretend this isn't here for a second. I only need $715.86. So then it becomes a game. How can I go get that $715.18, whatever I said? I said that wrong. You know, I'm trying to say. So ways I think I can generate money. And then you start going into, ooh, how can I get it? What can I do? What can I try? So if I want to try Instagram ads, well, I think, I think I have a pretty good idea for whatever reason that if I spend this $50, that that will become $100. That is my prediction. And for some reason, I have some sort of idea about why I think that. So I'm gonna put $100 here. And I know that if I tell five of my, or in the past, I've told five of my friends about commissions and then two of them have ended up buying. And I think I can repeat that. So do you guys see how I'm, I'm using a lot of numbers here to help me like understand where I'm at and where I think I can go? And you may not know this yet, but we're gonna start paying more attention to it. So if I've told five of my friends about commissions and two of them have bought, they're 300 a piece, that's another 600. So I think I can generate 700. So then I'm at, 15 bucks. Notice this also gives me direction on where to spend my time. I'm not now going to go, okay, well now I need to update my website and then I need to um, make sure that I post consistently and then I need to do this and then I need to do that. It's no, I'm going to do my trial. I'm going to work on my Instagram ads and I'm going to use everything that I've learned in order to see if I can turn that into double my money. And I'm gonna make sure my first thing to do is I'm gonna decide what five friends I'm gonna tell and what I'm gonna tell them about, and then I'm gonna go do it. That's a big difference between what do I do? Where do I spend my time? Okay, I'm gonna stop sharing for a minute. I need someone else to talk. Someone say something, anything, I don't care what. Ready, unmute, go. So how often are you updating this as somebody that went through this with you? <laughs> yes, um, minimum monthly. Anytime you feel stress about money, it's time to update it. Uh, ideally, once a week. And it shouldn't take, if you keep up with it, it shouldn't take you more than a few minutes because all you're doing is you're going in and you're saying additional money I've made or actually, you know what? I don't want this thing. Or, um, you know what? I decided to delete that expense because I don't need Adobe Acrobat Pro anymore. So I'm gonna delete that expense and take $30 out. And that actually earns me $30. That's $30 I don't have to go make now. So it's just these little tweaks here and there. Jen? 
what if um, your part-time job is not all that consistent? So like in December, November and December, I brought at least $2,000 home for those months. But this month, I'll probably be lucky if I bring 750. So if you're updating it once a month, then you have a pretty good idea, it sounds like. I'm probably gonna make okay. about $700. So then you're gonna write $700. And next okay. month, if it's gonna be 2000, you're gonna write 2000. Okay. You have complete autonomy over this. Like you get to change it at your will. Which is why it's so good for decision-making because things change all the time. So all you have to do is go in and change one line and then go look at how much money do I still need to bring in? What percentage am I to my goal? And it's all right there for you. Like you don't have to go in and figure it all out again. It's just there. It's ready for you. Jessica, and so for the expenses, we're including like everything, you know, that like for those of us that have kids, we're including all the kids stuff and everything in this spreadsheet. If it's something you have to buy, it goes in the spreadsheet. Something that you, that's generally a monthly expense. Just put it all together. Okay. Yeah. So I have two kids. <clears throat> you know, I actually very rarely spend money on my kids. I don't know <laughs> Good how. Good for you. <laughs> Um, but like most things that we buy for them are wants. I don't include, like if I buy chicken nuggets because they don't like pot roast, I don't include that as a kid expense. Like that's just groceries. Um, every once in a while I'll have to buy diapers. So I might put that in there. Uh, we recently bought them ice skates. So that would go into a wants, like just separating out, like you really need to think about, is this a need or is this a want? Because the wants can creep into the needs and really skew your numbers. And if you don't have to buy them ice skates, then you shouldn't be stressing to buy them ice skates. That becomes a, can I buy them ice skates? Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Cool. Amiko, you had a question. Do you, do you like uh, copy and save of your monthly um, outcome or? Um, I don't, but adding you could. Okay. Let me show you how, if that's what you want to do. I have done that in the past, but if that's what you wanted to do, just to have like an idea, you can go down here and you can say duplicate. So then we're going to put, this is December 22. And then you've got all your old data and you can go in here and make all your changes here. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Thank you. Sure. Other questions? Do you guys see how this tool can help you get out of your head. And maybe you've tried something like this before and it actually got you more stuck. But I really designed this particular tool to do the opposite. Not to say, well, let me give you a specific example. I, for several years, used um, a software called You Need a Budget. 
Has anyone used that? It doesn't matter if you have. Um, what you do is kind of the same thing. You list things that are immediately coming out, things you always spend money on, things you'd like to spend money on. And at the end of every month, I would just feel like I'm never going to get ahead. <laughs> it felt so bad and I hated it. Um, that is why I separated the needs and the wants here. And it makes all the difference in the world to me. What do I need? What do I want? And then I don't feel like this pressure to get what I want. It's like, a, I will get it. I believe I am a capable human being. And if I want something, I'm going to get it. But I don't need to feel stress about it to the point where I'm shutting down and then not doing anything because that's not helping anything. And then I'm avoiding my numbers. And then I have no idea what's going on. And it's just this downward spiral. This is meant to be an upward spiral and give you, again, decision-making data. Do I really want to buy those ice skates? Do I really want that assistant? Can I make that happen? If I can't, I'm going to try again next month. Anybody else? Olivia, something. I just, I want to say thank you for the spreadsheet because you are that, welcome. Looks, that looks really amazing. Even though I'm a little bit nervous of using spreadsheets, it might take me a while to learn how to use it. But um, I think my husband Fred is going to be really excited about that. <laughs> he's, the main, he's the main earner about, you know, I don't actually if I'm really totally honest, my husband's wages sort of covers everything. I don't actually really need to yeah. sell cars, I suppose you could say in a way, but it's not really, uh, I want to uh, do it, I want to earn money from it for, it's like a pride thing really. Yes, yes. Because before I met him, I always, uh, I was sort of looking after myself. I didn't have much, but I everything I had, I was, was what I'd earned myself. So I guess my section of it will be more in what I want and also help him to realize like where his money's going because he just kind of, he, he's quite disorganized. So well, I'm looking forward to showing it to him and we can look at it together. And um, yeah, maybe it'll make it more real for me to like, yeah, I really, now I've done this, so I really, maybe it'll be motivating for me to actually sell something. <laughs> I've sure. only sold one thing, so maybe that's why, because I don't feel like I really need to. I think for myself, um, oh, when I first started the Artist Market Co., I funded everything through a side job. I... Um, I managed four Airbnb cabins and that brought me in enough income where I could enroll in the course or buy the email marketing software. Like it was enough money to keep me going. And that was a good thing and a bad thing for me mm. because I wasn't thrown into the deep end, if you will, no. where then yes. I had to. And I'm not saying that go tell him to quit his job so that you have to now earn the whole household income. Please don't do that. But maybe 
one of my coaches a long time ago, and I don't think that I listened to her and I wish that I had told me, you have to start paying yourself on a regular basis. And I think if I were to go back and do it again, what in my mind, I got into that pride mindset. I'm like, well, if I'm going to pay myself, I want to pay myself 2000 bucks a month, you know, whatever it was at the time. Um, And so I was like, well, I don't have that. And so I can't pay myself, so I'm not going to do it. And I just didn't. And so if I were to rewind time and go back, I would probably do something like put a $50 auto draft on the last of the month to go into my house account that would give me some sort of kick in the pants. And I'm not saying like a big kick in the pants because if you don't have to, it's okay. Like it's okay to not have to. There's nothing wrong with that. It's such a cushion that I I have really. Mm -hmm. But, (laughs) But I was not okay with for myself Mm. never growing my business because I know if I didn't sell things, I couldn't help people. So Mm. that like digging into that for me was something that made it like, okay, well, I could just keep doing this Airbnb manager thing and keep just taking courses because I love taking courses (laughs) and um, you know have the basics that I need and just live there I could but it just wasn't an option for me to stay there so that's when the wants you could put like the I want to start paying myself $50 and that can go into your wants and it's not a urgent I have to right now but it is something that you're working towards. Yes. And I really want to donate to a charity of my choice, like in a big way, which I haven't mm-hmm. been able to. I've been in contact with them and everything. And so that I think- So maybe be- even before paying yourself, maybe it's I want to donate $50 to charity every month. I think that's going to be my uh, drive actually. Now, now you've mentioned that, it's reminded me that it's about giving actually. Yeah. I was listening to something last night um, about how to find your real desire. And it had three things. It had experiences, growth. What was the last one? Shoot, I might have to get back to you guys about that. But when I really started thinking about it, I was like, okay, what experiences do I really? Oh, it was contribution. That's what it was. Oh, right. That's why I thought of that. Um, and so what do I really want to contribute? How, what do I want to do in my life and how do I need to, who do I need to grow into to be able to do those things? And how do I want to contribute to the world? Um, there is a Ted talk that I haven't listened to, but it mentioned it about how growth and contribution are the things that fulfill your soul. Mm. And so those can be really highly motivating, more so than just 50 bucks, like 50 bucks is great. And we're in like money is a part of all of this. But if we just say, I need or I want to make 
I don't know, I'm gonna throw a number out there, $3,500 a month, that's not all that motivating. So when it comes back to one, the spreadsheet of where am I actually at and what do I actually need to make or really want to make, that ties back into that, the experiences and the growth and the contribution. Mm -hmm. I had another point, but it went, so whatever. Okay, so I just went off on a tangent, but thank you for letting me. <laughs> I do have a question, Jessica. I'm trying to see who's talking. Who's talking? Olivia. 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 Hi, Olivia. Yeah. There you go. You just got muted. I don't know if you know. Ollie, that. yeah, I muted it because Ollie was crying really bad. Um, I have a question about the spreadsheet. If my, I filled it out um, already, and my percentage where it says your goal is way over 100%. It's like 274. What does that mm. mean? Still enough. That out? means that you are safe that means I am safe okay so I I know yeah. that's wrong so I oh you know what's wrong enough out yeah I do you um I hate to ask people to share because finances are so private but if you I don't care <laughs> you don't care are you yeah. on your computer or on your phone I'm on my computer do you want to share your screen and I'll look at it with you sure. let me um change it so you can Okay, go ahead. Um, let's see. At the very bottom of the screen, there's all these options. One of them is uh, share screen. iPhone is totally okay. I don't know who you are though. <laughs> who, is, who is iPhone? This is Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Oh, because you're driving. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Like we'll have a replay. Like, no worries. Don't worry about it. Just so you know, Kristen, we are about to look at some numbers from Olivia to help her troubleshoot what might be going on with a spreadsheet that I was just teaching them about. I'm so excited to listen to what I missed. This sounds so good so far. I've listened to it for about five minutes, so, okay. I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, and thank you for your message earlier today. Um, Tracy, I'm going, while Olivia is trying to get that done, I'm going to see if I can figure out what it was. It was Tony Robinson, let me see. They said it was like the most listened to TED talk ever. I'm guessing that's it. Tony Robbins, why we do what we do. That sounds right. Olivia, are you figuring it out? I am trying to. <laughs> it's okay. Um, do you see that share screen button at the bottom? Yes. 
So you click that and then it will ask you, do you wanna share your whole screen or just one uh, window? Hmm. Okay. I don't think it's letting me. Let me double check and make sure I got the who can share all participants. Should be working. Um, so um it just shows like this. Sorry. It's okay. Why don't you email it to me? Okay. And I will make a little video and I will put it in that consistent income feed for the group to view so that everyone can mm -hmm. see like how I troubleshoot what you did. Okay. Does that work? Yeah, that works. <laughs> Thanks. All right, no problem. So uh, back to Slack real quick. Um, I, <clears throat> intend to share announcements and replays and hey we're getting started and all of that in the feed but also if I have something that I want to share with the group that isn't necessarily during a call I might put it in there as well such as an example okay where are we at where are we at I intended to give you guys 10 minutes to just take a deep breath and get started on this so that afterwards you don't feel like I have to start, right? I want you to be in the middle of it already continuing. Does that sound like something you guys want or would you rather go on with the second part of this call? Um, let's take a vote. If you want 10 minutes to work on your spreadsheet and feel like, okay, I'm started, I'm halfway in this, I don't have to start later, raise your hand. It's okay, I don't care which one you choose, you're not gonna hurt my feelings. If you just want to go ahead and go on to the next part of the lesson, raise your hand. Overwhelming, all right, let's do that. Okay. So, I have in here, we kind of just talked through this, but to get started, include all the money, not just your art income, download three months of statements, insert your recurring expenses first, and then average what you know you need to spend money on if it's not necessarily the same, like groceries or gas, things like that. Um, so if you are in the red, meaning you're below 100%, It's money now time, which is what you're here for. Yes. And it's also gonna help you name that exact number that you need to hit, which is right here. This is the only thing that's a little bit confusing. If it's negative, it means you're above your goal. If it's positive, that's how much you still need. So just remember that. Um, in the green, if your needs are above 100%, usually, we're gonna be doing more of those consistent income type activities, which we'll learn more about later. Don't worry about it right now. Unless you are in the live portion of this program, that is all of you. So we're just gonna focus on money now stuff for the next six to seven weeks, unless I've told you otherwise. Um, optional, but recommended. If you're making less than $1,500 a month, 
my advice, if I were to rewind time again and go backwards, I would focus on just money now activities until I get to that point in my business because multiple reasons. It, let's start with the bottom. It teaches you how to make brave moves. If I know that I need to make some money, I'm probably gonna do things like say, hey friend, do you know anyone who needs X, Y, Z? That is not something that you're normally going to do at that stage in your business, if you're like me, because you're gonna go, well, people told me that I need to be posting on social media, I need to start an email list, I need to have a perfect website, I need to have this, I need to have that. And you can spend the rest of your life doing all of those things and maybe or maybe not making money. Those are not, if you truly want this to be a business and you want to create income from your art, those are not the things to be spending your, your time on if you are under that $1,500 a month mark. And that's where you're gonna wanna spend your time because it feels safer. It feels like, okay, I am working, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working towards something, I'm getting there. But you're never really having to put yourself out there in any kind of big way. Which keeps you safe and secure in your little bubble, but you're not becoming a business. Also, no matter where you are at in this business, I have people in this group who are at $0. I have people in this group who are above $100,000 a year. No matter where you are at in this business, it does not matter. You will go back to these money now activities. Just different things happen, different times. Like maybe um, you think something's coming in, but then it's not all of a sudden for whatever reason. And you're like, oh, darn it. I need to go make some money. And then you just switch gears for a minute and then you can go switch gears back. It's a balancing act. There is no only consistent income or only money now. You're constantly going back and forth between the two and knowing when you need to go back and forth between the two is going to like significantly speed up your progress. And that spreadsheet is gonna tell you when to switch back and forth. It's a really amazing tool. I cannot stress enough how much I would adore it if once a week you were in that spreadsheet. I'm not gonna make you, but I am gonna tell you, it's gonna help you make the right decisions. And kind of like I touched on before, it's gonna save you years of trying activities to find out which ones work best. The other exception is if your needs are in the green, meaning you're above 100%, let's just change that real quick. Above 100%. Below 100%, let's be as clear as possible. If your needs are in the green, but there's a want, like a really strong want that ranks between like an eight and a 10, on a one to 10 desire scale, 
we can go to money now activities, such as I really, really, really want an assistant. Like my time is stretched thin. I could really use an assistant. That is a money now moment. If you want it to be, it doesn't have to be. But if you want it bad enough, it becomes a money now moment. Okay, we're not gonna do a 10 minute timer. Scratch that. So now your homework is to finish the spreadsheet. I know you're probably gonna feel some resistance around doing it. I hope that I have given you enough motivation to be able to overcome that. Because once you do it, you're gonna get a little bit more motivation because you're gonna see, oh, that feels really good to know. Even if it's below 100%, it feels really good to know. Okay, section two, what am I selling? All right, so when you are in a money now moment, that's what we're calling them now, you may or may not be selling the thing that you most want to be selling. There are times in your business when you're like, I wanna try this and I wanna do that and I wanna experiment with this and I love this and I don't know if it's gonna work, but screw it all, I'm gonna do it anyway. And there are times in your business when you're like, money now moments, what's going to be the most likely to sell that I would enjoy selling? I am never gonna say, if you hate doing portrait commissions, but you know that those will sell, I'm never gonna tell you to sell those because you're not gonna have good energy around it. You're not gonna go sell it. You're not, nobody's gonna wanna buy it from you because you hate doing it and you're gonna resent me and we're just not going there. But there's always a balance. There's always somewhere where you can meet in the middle. So we're gonna get to requirements in a second. But I also want to mention that there is another bonus workshop that I may, you may or may not have heard about. I think I mentioned it one time. Um, my friend slash client, uh, Jess Velarde has been, has taught one of these workshops inside of Consistent Income and she graciously and happily agreed to let you guys attend. But this month is the 27th at 12 p.m. Um, we are, she's gonna be talking about the scale between commercial work versus soul work and where you are landing at any given time. I'm not gonna give you too many details because I haven't seen her notes, but that is what we discussed that she wanted to talk about, which landed perfectly with all the things that we were talking about. So if you can make that, I encourage you to. If you can't, there will be a replay. Okay, so requirements of what am I selling? Number one, you don't have to go make it because if it's something that you have to go do something first in order to then go sell it, you can't make money now. If you're like, I wanna do a collection of all these things then it's gonna be great and I know people will love it and I'm gonna love it, but I have to go make it first. You can't make money now that way. Unless there are different ways that you can work things, right? 
Um, so you can think about it more in a commission sense. Like I really want to make this thing, but I still have to go make it. You can go find someone who wants to buy it before you make it and sell it to them and they can do a payment plan or whatever. And then you get to make it as you are being paid to make it. That is an exception. Um, if maybe you have, maybe you have a stockpile of old work and you're proud of it, but you haven't really done anything with it. Um, several clients in the past couple of months have done things like, um, auctions of old work like that could be a money now moment there are a lot of options here it's just about getting creative with either what you have or what you can sell before you have it and i know there's going to be questions about that but i'm going to put that on hold for just a second requirement number two you have positive feelings about it you don't hate it you either enjoy making it or you're proud of it or it's related to something you care about. So Jacqueline mentioned earlier that she's really passionate about, um, what was it? You didn't, you didn't mention exactly what it was. Um, I, it was about contributing to a women's charity that I- I figured I mean, it was a women's charity, but like, what is the women's charity? It's W4. Women's Worldwide. What do they support? What are their? They support um, four different um, projects around. They they support women globally to be able to get into work and mm. to and a lot of it is based on the internet, so the the women so women can access um, computers and they have training and things like that. And it's a lot of very different. Cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. So it could be um, that it's related to something that you deeply care about, such as supporting women to be able to work. So maybe it is that you are um, reaching out to this particular place and saying, hey, I would like to let me think through this real fast. I feel like I'm going the wrong direction here, but um, pause my brain thing for a second. <laughs> um, okay, let me back up for a sec. I'm going to feel like I'm breaking one of the things that I just said is that you don't have to go make it, but if it's something that you can make quickly and easily, such yeah. as, um, hey, W4, I want to work with you to create a series of 20 sketches of women and work and something like that. Would you be willing to help me promote it if I, and I split the profits with you of anything that I sell? Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming here that you can make a sketch in and I don't know that you necessarily can because you have very detailed sketches, but if there's a quicker way that you could do it where you can make it in 30 minutes or an hour and you can knock three or four of those out in a day and you could do a bunch in a week and then you're like just promoting them as you're putting them out, 
that kind of thing. Um, that could be an exception to what I just said. So it's not necessarily that maybe, maybe you enjoy making it and maybe you're proud of it and it's something you care about. That's cool too. But does it fit in the positive feelings box? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other requirement is you have experienced some interest in it. Meaning either someone has told you that they would buy one if you made it, or you've sold one of these before, or maybe more than one of these, or someone has asked for it. So what we're doing here is we're looking for that blend between what you want to make and having some element of, I don't like the word commercialism because it's, it's like, it's a big turnoff for a lot of artists because they don't wanna be a sellout and all the things. And I get that truly. And if you are at a moment where you're like, I need more money for groceries this month, sometimes we're going more towards that end of the scale. We are like, what do I know people will buy? But I still want to make it. It's still true to me. I still have positive feelings toward it. So we're just more towards this end of the scale. Um, an example of, um, I'm not gonna name names, but one of the clients that I worked with recently was talking about, or we were talking about what would you sell in a money now moment? What would that look like? And her normal work is over here. Like it's, it's one thing that she really wants to make moving forward. Like that's really her passion project, but she hasn't necessarily sold a whole lot of them um, other than like a print that doesn't bring her in a whole lot of income. So while we're figuring that out, like if we're in a money now moment, what are we selling? And she was talking about how one of the things that she liked making, and I'm gonna make it up, was dinosaurs. She really loved painting dinosaurs. And someone that she knew had a collection of dinosaurs. And he had said, you know what? If you ever painted a dinosaur for me, I would pay you for it. Or, and someone else had shown interest in her dinosaurs. She had made one dinosaur print or one dinosaur painting before, and it had been like her most popular. And so while it wasn't the thing she's so passionate about, I said, you know, how would you feel about reaching out to people about commissions for more dinosaurs? And she was like, yeah, that'd be fun. I could do that. So while it's not like her passion passion, it's something that she was still kind of excited about and that she knew people had some interest in and that she could make as they went. Like I can sell commissions of these, but excuse me. Um, and so I could bring in the money now as I am making them. You guys see how that works kind of? Okay, I know people are going to have questions. We're going to do some volunteers here in a second. But an extra credit, and I hesitated to put this in because I didn't want to make an extra layer of difficulty, which is why I put extra credit. But if we can think about a range of prices. So back to the, back to the dinosaur commissions. She has, a, and this is not true. I'm making this up again. But she has a regular dinosaur commission for 300 bucks. 
But if someone says, oh, you know what? I just, I can't pay $300. I would really love one of your dinosaur commissions, but I just can't right now. She also has, instead of a painting, she has a sketch that is half or a third of that price. And then also if someone's like, oh man, I'm so obsessed with dinosaurs. What else could you do? She has a larger one or a series of three or something like that, where you can allow yourself to be surprised and delighted with what would be possible. So we're not like pushing the highest price, we're not pushing the lowest price, but what's that kind of medium price where you think this is this is a price I've sold before or I feel comfortable selling this price, what's that middle range? And then can you make a lower one? It doesn't take you a whole lot of time. And can you make a bigger one that would cover like two or three that you had sold if you were selling the medium price? That's extra credit. If that blows your mind, don't worry about it, throw it out. Okay. Need some water. Oh, well, too bad. Let's do a volunteer. Asia. I have no I, idea who just talked. It's a, sorry, who was that? Kristen. Kristen. It's, yeah. It's a, sorry, I, I would be polite. I did, but I'm driving. Um, can no, you okay. include that in like the follow up, like email or in Slack? I really like that idea. Yeah, no. I don't want to wait down. Yeah, the, the extra credit like, task. Oh, like, that one's sure. like great. I just don't have to write it down because I'm driving. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I have, I don't, I don't know if you can see them, but I, I'm sharing notes and it's all in the notes, which will go with the recording. Oh, lovely. <laughs> you are welcome. Um, I'm going to check the chat real quick. Can you say how long we have access to the consistent income modules? Four months, Jess. I have to go, okay, such a good topic. Love Jessica's talks, both Jessica's. <laughs> yes. Okay, um, I'm going to stop sharing for a minute. Do I have any people who would like to talk about, I have no idea what I would sell in a money now moment, please help. Any hand raises? Or I have an idea. Laura, are you hand raising or are you just giving me a thumbs up? I'm hand raising. Okay, cool. Let's go, Laura. Um, so more. yeah, I'm at this point where I've been selling these inner goddess portrait commissions and we have talked about how the amount of work that I'm putting in doesn't quite match the price. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to bump the price up to 300. And so I'm at a point where these commissions are the main thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really been making many originals. So how do I set up like different price points or or do I offer a simplified version of this or or do I just focus on the inner goddess portrait commissions as my money now thing? Good question. The simpler you can make things, the better. I will always stick with that. So you just asked me these portraits commissions are the main thing that I've been selling. Should I make something else? Like, how do I, how do I make a range? My answer would be the inner, got uh, I can't think what we just called them. The portrait commissions, we'll call them that. You like making them. People are obviously responding to them very well. Excuse me. 
and you don't have to have them already made. Um, does that mean I can never make an original again? No. But what I would recommend is that right now the focus is on these until we and back up. I really want to see your spreadsheet next time okay. I have an office hours or expert help call or whatever is next mm -hmm. because I want to see how high or low you are in regards to that 100%. Because if we don't know exactly, if we don't know our numbers, we might actually be doing better than we think we are, which happens a lot, surprisingly. And maybe that is the moment that we're like, you know what, this means I need to raise my prices twice, or I need to, um, or I want to start doing more of the originals in combination with these. Like until we get that data, it's hard to know exactly. So sure. that's just side note. But also the, <clears throat> you were doing, I think 250 right now? 250 didn't feel right. So I, I bumped it up to 300. We bumped it up. Okay, great. Um, so now we're at 300. That is our, let's call it our medium price. We could also make one that is a, instead of a drawing slash painting on paper, maybe it's a larger canvas and maybe it's a thousand dollars. And that's our surprise and delight moment. And instead of selling three of them, we only have to sell one of them. And then also instead of um, a painting slash sketch, maybe it's just a sketch and that's our, $125 moment. So we've got a range now. It's the same thing. We know that's going to sell. We know we like making them. It's in line with our values. It's in line with our passions and all the, all the good things. So like, that's a good product for you, but how can we find more opportunities to make money with the same idea? Yeah, I like that. Now you've got my wheels turning and one idea that did come to mind from a client actually was she mentioned like, oh, I'd love a portrait of me and my daughter one day. So mm. like that could be the higher price point would be multiple women in a portrait. It could be. Always listen to feedback. When people say, oh, I would love to see X, Y, and Z. If you just hear it from one person, it becomes a nugget. If you hear it from two or three people, it becomes a, well, that's the next thing I'm doing. Okay. Um, that being said, let me clarify for a second. All kinds of people are gonna have all kinds of input. That doesn't mean every time somebody has input, we need to shift and change and do something different. Um, if someone says, I would love a portrait of me and my daughter, maybe that becomes a moment where you are asking people who have shown interest in the past but haven't committed yet, hey, I had this idea that I was considering doing. Um, someone else asked me for a portrait of them and their daughter. Is that something that would interest you? Or was it more of the idea of having a portrait of yourself to help you remember X, Y, and Z? that was the thing that you appealed to, like 
can you tell me a little bit more about what the thing was that you were wanting and why? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, because it can be very confusing if everyone's telling you something different and you're like, what do I do? <laughs> sure, yeah, definitely. Well, I like the combination of like making note of other people's suggestions and then seeing how I feel about each thing, you know, is there interest for yes. me as the artist as well? Exactly. Um, so as far as the spreadsheet, how would you categorize like a credit card bill? Because like, I want to pay it off. Do sure. I need to pay it off? What I would do is I would put, and this is me, like this is my opinion and you have to decide for yourself. But what I would do is I would put, what is the minimum payment that I make every month? And that goes in need. And then in want, I don't necessarily put like the whole bill, but I might say, you know, it'd be really nice if I paid an extra 200 bucks on this this month. So that goes into a want moment. Okay, cool. That, like and that. again, that's my opinion. Do what you need to do. Like some people are highly allergic to credit cards and that is a need for them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Any book, did, did I answer your question? Yes, you did. Thank you. You are welcome. Anybody else want to talk about um, what would they sell or an idea that they have or how could I edit this or change this? Natalie. I was, I'm going to move in a couple of months and I was thinking about doing a studio sale. Mm. So I would love to offer the paintings that I have lay, lying around because I haven't been posting them on social media, but I, I still like them and yeah. I don't, I don't want to just do nothing with them. Sure. But now I was wondering, should I um, offer them at a lower price than I normally would? Because I'm let's really go back for a few minutes. Um, yeah. I know you haven't done the homework yet because you're still on a call. So how would you have done the homework? But mm -hmm. if you had to predict, are you in a need or want moment? I am in a want moment. Okay. So then I would be less inclined to discount. Yeah. And I would be more inclined to find a extra incentive. What would that look like? That's where we get creative. <laughs> um, sometimes it could be like a buy one, get one free. Sometimes it might be um, like with one of my clients, she typically sells bigger artworks, but she has these minis that she does as studies for the bigger artwork. Mm -hmm. And so maybe she gets they get their pick of the minis that she has, or they get the mini that matches the one that she has. Um, I think once she did free shipping, if you buy before the end of the, like, uh, I'm just guessing here, but like you're having some sort of event, like a online event or a at your house event. If you buy before the end of the event, I will ship it to your house for free. Maybe they don't need to ship it because maybe they're there, but like, Thinking through 
what do I have that's extra that I wouldn't mind bonusing? Mm -hmm. What doesn't take a lot of extra time and effort and energy and money for yes. me? But what's something that I think would still be appealing for them? Or like what might lead to a next thing? So like you are also doing commission. Well, is that still true? Are we still doing commissions? Yeah. yeah. We are also still doing commissions and you have a smaller version that doesn't take you very long. Maybe if they buy above $500, they get this $100 thing as a bonus for free. So it's like selling your $100 thing for $500. Yeah. Because you're getting rid of that stuff anyway. Some people, um, some of my clients have like a calendar or a, I don't know, just different little things that they offer for sale that people like ornaments, things, yeah. things like that, that didn't take them all that long that they would be mm -hmm. willing to part with in order to make a larger sale or to bring in some cash now. Um, another past client did little, little, I think they were, well, they were mirrors. They were mirrors that she had painted little scenes on that people loved but she couldn't charge enough to make it worth her time. I think she was trying to sell them for like $40 and they would fly off the shelf every time she made one, but it took her hours and she didn't feel like that was a good exchange. And so we decided, hey, instead of selling them for $40, maybe they're only available as bonuses if you buy a larger painting, that kind of thing. So thinking like, if this isn't worth my time, but I like doing it when people love it, would that be your bonus? Yeah. Those are all great ideas. Thank you. You're welcome. I have seven minutes. I have time for one more person who wants to go. If you are the type of person who doesn't normally raise your hand, I'm going to encourage you to raise your hand. Get, get the help you need while you're here. Hi, Jess. It's Kristen. I can Kristen. go. Okay, go. So that's the question is like, what would you do for the money now, like thing? Okay, so yes, I, I too have a bit of a backlog of painting um, and the struggle is always, I'm like deep in the creative process. I'm making these within the line of thought for a show. Maybe they sell well, maybe they don't. Like it's hit or miss because like I, I bounce around and you know, it, sometimes it takes a long time to get an audience piece an idea um and then i'm on to the next thing both simply and marketing um mm -hmm. and so they just start to grow and i when we had talked a couple like a couple years ago you were like experiment with ways to move things now and so one thing is like moving them to my physical gallery and i joined actually another gallery that i kind of like to use for that as well just like getting some outlets for it but they're still they still sit in my store unit um and so that's kind of one that I've been wanting to do. I have some other emergency ones that involve a lot of work for me. So I'm like, these are sitting there, like these are great paintings, I still love them. And so one thing I did is I emailed my list asking if anyone would like to be on like a private list. And it was really my way of getting them to 
talk to me and tell me what they want. Um, and I had two say like, yeah, you did this series in 2019. I'm kicking myself for not buying now. Um, and I'm like, well, the good thing is I still have them. <laughs> and so I'm trying to engage in some conversation, but this is definitely where I'm starting to get stuck. So I'm like, I don't know. I am not totally sure how to talk. Um, and it's probably funky. And I would love to close that deal because, yeah, these are great things and I love them and they need to go to someone else's house, not mine. So to summarize your question, and I'm making sure I understand. Your question is, I have some older paintings that are kind of backlogged. How do I get people to show interest in them? Well, I have people, I, I made like a really concise portfolio where I, I spent some time over the break, over the Christmas break, like kind of organizing them visually so it's easier for someone to look at pretty quickly and be like, yeah, that's kind of what I like more. And mm -hmm. so I've been like, I've, I, I have a list of like, like very small, like seven to eight people who like, hey, I would love to get an original this year. And two of them had specifically referenced paintings from series that I know I'm not revisiting this year, but I do have in storage. And so it's like how, how to like close it, I guess. Like there are, yeah. they say they want something that I have, these are big paintings, they're not, they're not cheap. So like, how do I, you know, how do I navigate that, I guess? That is a big question. And I yeah. completely, <laughs> I completely want to answer that. And it is on, the curriculum to answer. I'm afraid if I go into it right now, it's going to open up. I can't answer it in four minutes and it's going to open up a can of worms, but I do want to answer okay. it for you. Um, that. How can I give you a quick and dirty answer in the next four minutes is the question for me. Um, So you have active conversations with these two people going on currently, is that correct? I, yeah, I just opened it up, like we just started this week um, before you and I talked, so. Yeah, and <laughs> they the have responded or not yeah. responded? Yeah, no, they, they initiated that. So it's, it's, we are, I feel like they're warmish. Okay, so give me an example. Where are you at with one of them? How how has that progressed? Okay. What have they said? What have you said? Okay, one of them, I sent an email asking if anyone wants to collect an original this year. A couple of people, what she is, this person responded. And then I, I asked with a form and she had specifically mentioned you know, this series that I happen to have three of. I wrote her back last night. It's so great to hear from you. I had done a commission for her years ago. So like, you know, a little chit chat. I was like, you know, sounds like you like this series. I was trying to kind of mirror back. I do happen to have three and they're large. Um, here's what they are. Like, is this like, what, what is it? Do you, do you like the content? Do you like the color? Do you like, is the size too big? So I, was, I just kind of like gave her these questions and I haven't heard back yet. I don't expect to for a while, but sure, sure. that's where we're at now. Okay. So um, one, we're going to have to wait about a week before we do anything. I know you know that. And yeah. the thing and that as you were talking that I was like, oh, I wish I had talked to you first. You went ahead and said it before I, before I had to tell you that's what I would have done, which was oh. 
asking you questions about what was it that you liked about it? Um, how did you connect with it? Like, what were the things that you like, just asking them questions about their opinion about it. That's one of the most important things that I find in follow-up number one, because okay. then they are able to, whether or not they say yes or no, they give you more information to go off of. Because if you're just like, well, yes, I do have some, here's three and here's the prices, which one would you like? Then it kind of shuts it down unless yeah. they're like highly motivated to buy. But because you added in that, well, what makes you drawn to that series or what, what is it about that that you are looking for? They're going to write back or not. If they don't, there's another path to go. But if they write back and they're like, well, I really liked it because it reminded me of my grandparents' house in the fall. And then later, as we're continuing to have these conversations about them, you have a nugget. You have something that you can reference to help jog their memory about why they wanted it in the first place. That's cool. Thank you. I didn't know that's what I was doing. So now that that's like, a, I feel like now I'm like, oh, I will do that every time now. So that helps. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I know you can't see, but when you get back to the recording and for everyone else, I just wanted to show something. Actually, hold on. I got to pull it up real quick and then I'm going to let everybody go. Um, already enroll, click here. I recently, in the consistent artist for consistent income for artists curriculum, put a follow-up for if someone isn't responding. So if a week goes by and she hasn't responded yet, you can come in here and grab that. Where is it? Brilliant. Um, okay, so it's under Engage Your Tribe Relationship Marketing. And it says how to follow up when someone doesn't respond. And they give you five different ways to follow up to get them to respond. Awesome. Thank you. You are so welcome. <laughs> My other person I'm actually there with, we have started the conversation in November and then there's a pause for the holidays. So I'm, at, I'm at that stage now. So I will probably yeah. that Thank Perfect. you. <laughs> Do that. And then also know that if someone ends up not buying now, there's lots of ways we can continue nurturing them so that they end up buying later even if Quite now well. ends up not being the right time. Such as, I'm gonna use you as an example. Um, Kristen and I have worked together in the past, I think it was like two years ago. And then we were yeah. like, we're gonna work together again, but this didn't work and this didn't work and this didn't work. And I had a lot going on in my life for a minute. <laughs> you do, you do. But we continued talking and here you are. So I could have like said, Oh, she doesn't love me. She doesn't want to work with me anymore. So I'm just never going to talk to her again. And then you wouldn't be there. And that would and be it has nothing to do with you. That's the cool part. <laughs> it has everything to do with me. Everybody remember that. <laughs> what she just said. It had nothing to do with you. I'm looking at all of you very sternly. I need you to remember that. It has nothing to do with you. Yes? Okay. All right. So your homework is one. Fill in your numbers, get your numbers 
in your head. So you know, am I above or below 100%? And what is the difference? And then I also want you to think about what is the thing that I would sell? Um, next week, we are going to talk about where do I find my leads? And the week after that, we have a Q&A. And the week after that, we have a Q&A. So I say that because um, I really want you first to do your numbers, but then to think about what am I selling? And then whatever questions you have, you will have them. Bring them to the Q&A so we can work it out so everybody feels clear on what it is that they would sell if they're in a money now moment. And it's gonna change over time, but like, what is the thing now? Yeah? Does everybody feel like they understand everything we talked about? Are there any outstanding questions? Do we feel good? Do we feel bad? How, give me a read of the room. I see some thumbs up, Monique. I am kind of scared to go and do the number thing. I know you are, and not you, but like, I know, like, I believe you. It's not gonna be as bad as you think it is. Yeah. It really won't. When you see it, you're, even if it's negative, you're gonna go, okay, I feel clear now. Hmm. I know what I need to do. And it's going to inspire clarity and action as opposed to that turtle shell moment of I'm just going to bury my head in the sand because I don't know and it's it's going to be bad and I'm, I'm not going to feel good and what do I do and I don't know what to do because I don't even know where I'm at like clarity is the first step to getting what you want thank you for sharing that you can do it if you need to reach out, reach out. Tell me more. And, and I feel I like think, you need more. I think I have the other thing what um, Natalia's and the other lady in pink, mm -hmm. like our, my, my side job usually pays for everything. So um, I'm actually going to like, yeah, I know more or less I need like 2000. And that's fine because I just make with the other one. And so I'm actually really happy with doing this workshop because I think that is actually one of my struggles that I'm not really, really, really have to go for the art. Well, so I do want it, but it's it's a want. The, the, the scale that you talked about before. It's really hard. I'm... That's one of my biggest things. It's really hard to separate that pride thing that I need to prove and I need to be and I have to perform and I have to be the best and I have to be able to do this and I have to be able to do that from, oh, I'm actually okay. This is a tool to help you do that. Or, I really do need to perform. I need to bring in 600 bucks this month. And that puts you into problem solving mode instead of head in the sand mode. I need, I need $600. What am I going to do? How? Then you start brainstorming. How can I get $600? And let me also say, if 300 of it comes from, well, shoot, I'll sell my couch 
I don't care. You still got that $300. And now you just have 300 more to go find. This is an art business. And the first, before art business anything, am I taken care of? Can I meet my basic needs? I don't care how you meet your basic needs. It does not matter. So we're just going to take the pride thing out of it. I know it's easier said than done, but just pass it out and say, are my basic needs met? And then go from there. Cool. Clementine. Thank Anybody you. else? You're welcome. All right. We're a little bit over, so I'll let you all go if there's nothing that anybody has in particular. Um, this was lovely. Thank you all for being here. We'll talk soon.